squeak, 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 guess who? It's the girl with the rat tattoo. Hello, fellow rat enthusiasts. This is Michaela Victoria Stanek. Uh, we're back this week with a new episode. Um, before I introduce my guest, I would like to uh, talk a little bit about our sponsor, Urban Tales Pet Supply. Urban Tales is a small family-owned business that is committed to the health and happiness of your pets. They have a passionate staff that is happy to help you find local healthy products for your rat, cat, rabbit, dog, or other small animals. They're community-minded people who are in love with Minneapolis, who feel connected to their customers, and are a fun environment that is accepting of all people, making sure they offer I'm sorry, making sure their store is a safe place where you immediately feel at home. They offer free delivery, hand-delivered by the owner or his son, with flexible delivery times and personalized delivery options. They are located at 2106 Lindale Avenue South in Minneapolis, or check them out at www.urbantalespet.com. So this week with me, I have my guest, Tommy. Uh, he's here. He's going to talk about his rats and what it's like to be a pet parent. Um, so I'm going to let him introduce himself. Uh, he can include anything he wants in his introduction. And then we'll move on to some questions. Hi, Tommy. Hey, how's it going, Michaela? Good. Um, yeah, my name's Tommy. Um, I am from Wisconsin, living here in Minneapolis now. Um, I'm really glad that you had me come over and check this out. Cool. Thanks for being here, Tommy. Thank you. Um, so you have two rats, correct? I do. Uh, when did you get them? Like, how long have you had rats for? I actually got them uh, January 1st of 2017. That'll be a hard one to forget. Oh, okay. That's a nice, memorable time. Like, I none of my rats did I get. Like, actually, a lot of them I acquired after I was really sick or something. <laughs> Because I'd be like in the hospital and then I'd get out of the hospital and I'd be like, I need a rat. <laughs> um, so yeah, anytime like I'm not doing well, I'm like, you know, it reminds me of that. Um, anyway, uh, so you've had them for a little over a year. Uh, just short of a year. Oh, just short of yeah, a year. Yeah, about okay. eight months now. Okay. Um, what are their names? Uh, Buttons and Swayze. Yeah. And who are, like, how did you come up with the names of Buttons? And uh, well, I've actually been just calling Buttons Button lately, because I think it's more interesting. But uh, she was only a month old when I got her. Uh, she was really small, uh, and her, her eyes, little black eyes, just little beady, looked like little buttons. She looked like a, you know, kid's toy or something like that. Like, have you ever seen the movie Coraline? I... I'm familiar with it. I don't know as if I've watched okay. it. So when she, when the little girl goes into like the evil world or whatever it is, this alternative universe that she goes into, everybody in place of eyeballs has buttons. Okay. So that's just what that reminded me of. <laughs> um, and Swayze, is it after Patrick Swayze? Um, kind of, yeah. It was kind of a joke, you know, Ratrick Swayze. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, albino and... Uh, has more of a difficult time seeing so in order to kind of check out what's going on she kind of sways back and forth mm -hmm. and uh it just kind of stuck oh cool in our last episode nikki was telling me about how that's how albinos like that's how they see is they do that so that they can their eyes can focus yeah that's what i, I that run that. up on yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of strange i was kind of 
concerned at first. I'm like, why is she doing this? Does mm-hmm. she have some sort of balance problems? Or you know, mm-hmm. and I read up on it, and um, it all kind of made sense. Yeah, it's like, oh, they're just doing that so they can see. <laughs> um, my two Siamese do it a little bit. Uh, Bathsheba does it more than Gacy, but she just she just kind of stands there and like, oh, this is a podcast, so you can't see it. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Um, so how did you acquire them? Uh, I actually had a friend who was, uh, she had owned, uh, rats for a while. Um, one of her, uh, rats had passed, so she just had one for a while, and then that one passed, uh, actually the day she went and got new rats. Um, mm. and so it was kind of, you know, bittersweet, uh, mm-hmm. but good timing. Uh, anyway, she had kind of introduced me to them because i hadn't really thought about them as a pet before i'd seen people have them and everything but i'd never been close to them Mm -hmm. um and hers was just super cool and just would hang out and watch netflix on her lap while she was you know and so i asked her if she wouldn't mind uh picking me up a couple as well um she was uh getting them from a breeder and Mm -hmm. unfortunately i had to work so i was just like i trust your judgment just give me two really cute ones and Mm -hmm. so yeah that's how they they came about and uh, what do Buttons and Swayze, so Swayze's albino, what does Buttons look like? like uh, she's a uh, Russian blue rex okay. dumbo, so like that grayish brown kind mm-hmm. of hair. Yeah, um, Delphine, um, my rat Delphine, I think they might have been from the same litter, because you got them from Nikki, right? Uh, I got them from this person named Disco. Uh, I don't really know much that's, about her. That's Nikki. Okay, that is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I have the business card. I thought it was adorable. Yeah. But yeah, she wrote the birthdays and everything on the back. And mm-hmm. um, I have not met her, but would like to at some point. Yeah, she's super cool. Um, let's see. So have what are their personalities like? So I think they're both highly driven by food, mm-hmm. uh, especially Button. Um, Swayze is really skittish and I was concerned that maybe I was doing something wrong at first, mm-hmm. um, with that. But then I learned that certain rats just have different personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't really like to be handled a lot. Um, she will approach you. Mm-hmm. Um, she does like to like run and jump up and like, uh, climb up your body, mm-hmm. like from if you're standing next to the bed or something. Um, but other than that, she really doesn't like being handled too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buttons, on the other hand, seems a little ambivalent towards it, especially if there's food involved, then, then she's motivated. She's like, okay, yeah, yeah, there's Cheerios, we'll, we'll come up there. Um, but yeah, she's she's definitely been the one that I have been able to better handle. I can like tickle her and stuff like that, and she doesn't seem to mind too much. Cool. Yeah, um, now that uh, recently this week, um, two of our rats... Um, we had them put down, um, Griselda and Manson, and those were probably our most socialized. The other five are, um, I mean, minus one or two that are a little bit social. The other ones are all pretty skittish or shy or come from, you know, abuse. And so they're, um, or maybe not abuse, maybe neglect, um, and so they're all really skittish sure but um yeah so uh what do you feed them and what are their favorite foods uh, i feed them oxbow adult rat food um mm-hmm. i've always stuck with them just from what i've uh read online they're you know as 
pretty well balanced stuff and mm-hmm. um and i'll give them you know fresh fruit and vegetables um they i give them carrots and uh peas a lot mm-hmm. um they are <laughs> like hopelessly addicted to banana mm-hmm. um it's like their favorite thing especially buttons she'll just like attack your hand for it basically um but you know i'm wondering how you discovered they liked bananas i think that like when i got them i was just kind of curious i had been reading you know there's like some lists of what what you can and what you can't feed them and then Mm -hmm. what you should feed them only in moderation Mm -hmm. um and uh, banana was one of those things and i was eating uh, you know i eat banana often too so i was just like you know give them some here and there and they mm-hmm. just seem to just really like it. It was the first kind of sweet thing I gave them. So. Okay. Um, and you were telling me that I, I was completely unaware that Oxbow makes a baby rat food. They do. It's for, I believe it's called uh, mouse and uh, young rat food, if I'm not mistaken. And I think that they recommend that they eat that from, you know, when they're able to be weaned off their mother to mm-hmm. um, about three months of age or four months of age. Um, and then they're to be given the adult rat food. Um, so, yeah, I started them off with that and uh, moved up to the huh. uh, regular one. I've never even seen it in a store. Like, how did you find it? Um, You know, I think that I, I didn't really know what pet store to go to initially. And mm-hmm. so I went to, like, a, a bigger, you know, corporate pet store and they had mm-hmm. it there. Um oh. Uh, yeah, now I try to support local business, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't really seen it anywhere else. Um, mm. and so when uh, I'm supposed, I suppose you probably only need like a bag of it. Uh, I think I went through like two. Yeah. Uh, when I got them, Buttons was a month old. She was just a baby baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Swayze was like three months old. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think, yeah, I fed them for that for like a month or maybe two, mm-hmm. um, until I felt comfortable giving them the adult rat food. So I was so cautious. I didn't know. I didn't want to do something wrong and give them the wrong stuff. So Right. God, I didn't even know that that, like, I guess we haven't, I guess, yeah, I guess we haven't had rats that were quite that young. I mean, when we got, no, I take that back. We have had rats that are that young. Because when we got Dahmer, he was like, he was so tiny. He was just this little button. He was so he was so small he couldn't even drink out of the water bottle because oh. he couldn't get the bead to move. Oh. <laughs> and so we had to like give him water out of a water dish. <laughs> um, and at first I was like, oh, he's narcoleptic because <laughs> he kept like falling asleep. Oh. And it just turns out he was like so dehydrated. <laughs> oh, poor thing. <laughs> Because he couldn't drink out of the water bottle, but we didn't know that. Like, right. you know, you see the one at the water bottle and you assume the other one's drinking out of it. And right. it turns out he wasn't because he couldn't get the bead to move. Oh. <laughs> so he went for without water for like a day or two. And he was so dehydrated that when he finally got the water dish, he like just drank all of it. Oh. Um, I'm really ADD today. I don't remember where I was going with that. <laughs> uh, I'm the same, but like every day. So I guess I don't have an excuse. Um, do your rats fight at all? Not really. Um, I'll hear them wrestling, and every once in a while, I'll hear some like louder squeaks, and I'll go check on them. But mm-hmm. they seem to get along for the most part. I've, you know, there's never been any kind of like uh, blood or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that mostly it's play wrestling that they do. Mm-hmm. Do they like each other? 
yeah, they seem to be pretty good pals. When I first got them, um, you know, Swayze being a little bit older, it seemed like she kind of started to take on more of a maternal role and, and just mm -hmm. kind of protecting her uh, button, that is. And um, they would always be cuddled up somewhere. Um, Cute. Yeah, it was pretty adorable. So, yeah, uh, they sleep in different spots. Sometimes they sleep next to each other now. So it just really depends on the day. Um, they tend to, like, switch what things they like to sleep in, too. So, like, they'll mm -hmm. hang from the hammock for a while and they get sick of that and they'll go up to the pod for a couple of days or, you know, down in the tree trunk. So... Um, I think that it's probably whatever, whichever one feels like sleeping in. Yeah, I have no idea how they decide, like, what they're going to hang out in or where, like, because I'll find them in completely different places, like, all, f like, all of them. They'll never be in the same place <laughs> twice. It's like they're always, like, doing something weird, like, half hanging out of something, <laughs> like, I, I, I don't understand their mentality. Or, like, I have three space pods. How do they pick which one they want to <laughs> hang out in? Like, they're all the same. Right. <laughs> you know, they don't, like, pick one. They're like, okay, this is my space pod. It's like, no, maybe I'll hang out in the middle level today. Or no, maybe I'll hang out on the bottom level. The I don't know. It's it's really strange. I, I, I often wonder what they're thinking and why they do certain things in mm -hmm. their cage. Because it, it tends to uh, shift often enough. Yeah. Like, or, like... um. We, uh, we, for the first time, decided to try using newspaper in the Critter Nation. Mm -hmm. And instead of wrapping the levels in fabric, I wrapped them in newspaper. And we put all the rats back and we went and sat on the couch. And it hadn't even been five minutes. And all you could hear was... <laughs> <laughs> and they were just tearing it apart. And I was like, that's cool. That only took me, like, you know, an hour. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. And in like 20 minutes, it was like destroyed. Yep. And they had taken all the newspaper and stuffed them in the space pods. <laughs> and I was like, why did you guys do that? Like, you're not making a nest. None of you are like pregnant. Like, <laughs> yeah, they have a tendency. Mine have the same tendency to do that. Um, I used fleece for a while, especially in the winter. I mm -hmm. just felt like it would keep them warmer for some reason. Um, and then uh, I use newspaper pretty frequently, and they they do the same thing. You just I'll wake up at night. I have a studio, so um, you know they're over on the other side of the the, mm -hmm. area, the living space I have, um, far enough to not really disturb me. But all of a sudden, just hear, <laughs> and they'll just be doing that for a while, and I'll come in the next day, and like their log will just be stuffed with it, like they created a door. <laughs> just I don't know. They really like it. Hmm. Yeah, it's I, I the newspaper thing. It <laughs> and then they were just peeing on the levels. Like yeah. I was like, this is the least productive thing that I've <laughs> ever done. <laughs> yeah. Lately, I've started to use a. I think it's called Carefresh. Uh, mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Um, it's and... the like cotton fiber stuff. Right, yeah. and you know, I was a, a little leery of it for a while because it says ninety nine point nine dust free. You know, mm -hmm. and I'm just, but there's a lot of dust in it. Um, right. So I was just <laughs> like, okay, well, that's a. I can only imagine if it were a hundred percent dust. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I've been using that on their uh, bottom. I also have the Critter Nation. I've been using that on their uh, bottom area um, where their litter pans and stuff like that are. 
mm-hmm. and uh, I'll put newspaper up on the top layer and I'll come back in the morning and the top layer will be completely ripped off. It'll all be gone and it'll all be like shredded up in a corner or back in their log. And so I'm just like, man, should I just give up and like just give them their newspaper back? Because um, the other stuff, you know, it does tend to keep the cage smelling better. Right. Um, newspaper you have to replace pretty frequently, especially in mm-hmm. how they like to destroy it like that. It's literally like 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I was like, this is messed up. I was like, it took me longer to wrap the levels with the newspaper than it did mm-hmm. for them to destroy it. I imagine with seven rats, too. That was, like, I just imagine the Tasmanian devil just ripping like, through there. And their... done. It sounded, there was, it sounded like there were seven silent paper shredders going at the same time. Like, without the hmm. But it was like, just like, shh, 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 shh. Like, seven of them. All at the same time. <laughs> took them 15 minutes. Done. The whole thing was destroyed. Um, so, uh, let me see. I'm trying to remember what you, what we've gone over. I'm that much of a space cadet today. Um, <laughs> do you talk to your rats? I do. Uh, and I'm a, a sound effects type guy myself, you know? So, so like they're, you know, and they're like <laughs> dashing and hopping and stuff like that. But yeah, I talk to them. Um, do you talk to them about like current events? Do they know what's going on in our nation? I, I'd rather not have my rats depressed, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Uh, no, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know. Ask them just random stuff. And so you don't talk just, to them about the healthcare crisis? I don't often. <laughs> no, that's a that's a subject that we typically don't you know brush up on. Yeah, too often, they probably so. get upset because they don't have healthcare either. Yeah, they've got me. They're they're all relying on me. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just, uh... I guess health insurance is what I meant. Sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> Unless you have them insured, I guess. I don't know. I, I barely have myself insured, but <laughs> that would be nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, uh... Two of my friends have insurance on their dog. No kidding. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing you could actually they do. They have pet insurance. Is that something you have to, like, own a home to have, or... No, no, it's, like, renter's insurance. Like, you can just, Crazy. like, sign up for it, like... But I guess it's pretty expensive. Yeah. But it was worth it because, like, their dog, like, choked on a chip or got a piece of corn stuck in its ear or something really stupid. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but it was really stupid. Right. And it was, like, so expensive. And they were, like, they were, like, you know, F that. We're getting pet insurance. And then, like, it had to have, like, x-rays and, like, fucking a cast or something. Super <laughs> expensive. I don't remember. Like, I have a really terrible memory and I'm a really bad friend. So... <laughs> That's not true. So I don't really remember what happened to the dog, but I just remember... Like, it's still alive. But I don't remember what bad things happened to it. I just remember it had a lot of stuff that happened to it. And... Or maybe that was the cat. Anyway. So they ended up using the pet insurance a lot. Oh, wow. And so it was, like, super, what like, worth having. But, like, it ended up being, you know, like, instead of $18,000, you only have to pay $3,500. Right. Something crazy, but, um, yeah, so I know somebody who has pet insurance. I keep cutting you off, and I have no idea where we were. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. That's, uh, that was something that was... Oh, you talked to them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just random stuff. I, like, I'm a kind of a goofy person, so sometimes mm-hmm. I just, like, make noise or just, like, ask them just really inane, weird things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love to talk to them, um, and, you know, I, t- like, I... I text my mom this and 
I love my mom. She's such a supportive parent. She doesn't think that I'm weird or crazy at all. But <laughs> um, yesterday when we were at the park, I was sitting and I was just lounged out and Manson and Bathsheba were hopping around and Manson's had this had had this tumor for a really long time and his health was starting to deteriorate he was really skinny like his eyes were protruding um and he was just getting really sick and I told my husband that it was his job to tell me when we were going to put Manson down Mm -hmm. because I knew that we were going to have to do it but I knew I wouldn't be strong enough to make the decision so I told him because Manson's my heart rat so I was like, you need to tell me when we need to put Manson down because I'm not going to know when to decide. And um, I was sitting in the grass yesterday and I decided, you know, Manson's getting, he's getting, his health's kind of going downhill. Maybe we should take him to the park. And I took him to the park and he was sitting like right in front of me and the sun was shining and I was sitting there and he looked up at me and I swear to God, he talked <laughs> and he said, it's okay. Mm. And I was like, okay. And so I looked over at Jude, and I was like, it's time to put him down, isn't it? And Jude was like, yeah. I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, I, I like, I'm convinced that we can talk to them. Like, I don't know if it's just in special like situations like that, but um, like, I definitely talk to them because I think that they can understand us. They're really, really intelligent, and mm-hmm. I think that there probably is some sort of connection there. Um, they tend to, yeah, I just noticed their personalities kind of are, are different depending on where I'm at, too. You know, if I'm feeling uh, depressed or whatnot, you know, they're a little bit less skittish and more um, close and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I think you might be onto something there. Yeah. Um, so you have females, right? I do. Why females and not males? Did you even get to pick? Um. Yeah, I think I had a, a choice in the matter. Okay. Um, it was just kind of recommended to me. Um, there were just based on a few things. Um, one was they're a little less messy because males mark more, mm-hmm. I was told. And so they just kind of don't smell as good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was also told that they're a little bit more energetic and have a longer lifespan. Mm. Um, and so just based on those things, uh, just trusting the person that had had a prior experience with rats, mm-hmm. I just kind of... Um, somebody with very little to no knowledge just kind of trusted her on that decision. Mm-hmm. Cool. So yeah, I, most of the people that I know have females. Like I always am interested in like people that own male rats. Anybody in Minneapolis or in Minnesota who owns male rats that is hearing this, I need to talk to you <laughs> <laughs> because everybody I know owns female rats. <laughs> like I don't think. I don't think anybody I've interviewed <laughs> has owned a male rat. No, I take that back. I think somebody owned one, um, a single male rat, um, and uh, which I've heard you can actually do. Like if when you get a male rat and they've always lived alone, like they'll be fine. Oh, okay. Which with females, I've heard you can't do. Like, but I guess I've never owned one just by itself. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd feel a little guilty just having one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Kind of a softy, like emotional type. <laughs> I went from having two to having four in like a week. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, um, I have two. I was like, well, I guess I could get another one. Oh, I guess I could get another one. And then my husband was like, okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was when we had the, the rat manor or the, I can't remember what it's called, but it's the annoying cage yeah. that we were talking about before this episode started. 
Um, it's like the Petco one that they have there. That everybody buys. Yeah, I think yeah. it's like their brand. Like yeah, pretty sure. But but yeah. it's called like the Rat Manor. Or yeah, something isn't it? Yeah, it's the three levels of yeah. the impossible doors to Ugh. clean and like you have to set upside down. To, yeah, the whole thing's upside <laughs> down, and to get like the whole to clean the bottom of it, you have to lift the whole the thing up. Cage. Yep, and it's just like oh my god, like it looks. It's nice that, like, there's no assembly. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. I mean, it's virtually a fortress. Yeah. Like, they can't chew through it. They yep. can't escape. You know, it's a quality piece of, you know, of equipment. But it's just, like, it's so poorly designed. Yeah. Yeah, and that was kind of the, the reviews I had read on it. But, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, when I looked into it, I, you know, and obviously when you get a rat, they need a home right away. So you right. need to like have that set up. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I looked into it and that one was the most affordable that seemed to be decent. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I saw the um, Critter Nation and I was just, I thought that was kind of uh, on a monetary level out of reach because they're, mm-hmm. they're spendy. Mm-hmm. Um Luckily, uh, not. I think I had the uh, Rat Manor for like two weeks, and I was just like, "All right, something's got to give." Uh, <laughs> it was just like way too hard. To See, manage. you lasted. A, you didn't last that long because no. I had mine for probably like six months. Oh wow! Maybe almost a year. Wow! Before I got the Critter Nation. Yeah, I. I mean, it was a timing thing, you know. Like I said, I got them right after New Year's, and um, I'm, I'm blessed in the sense where um, you know I get paid holidays and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i had a little more money than i normally would have mm-hmm. and uh i found a good deal um and i was just like well this is this is the time to get it if i'm gonna get it this is the time to invest and so i did mm-hmm. and, uh 100 recommend it to mm-hmm. anybody it's just so awesome how the doors just open out like the whole front of the cage is just open it's just so yeah. easy it's so easy to clean it's so easy to, the whole thing wipes down mm-hmm like, my only issue with it is that it's almost too big in the sense that, like, putting accessories on the cage, like um, lava ledges or huts that attach to the side or a food dish, it's so big that you can't do it yourself if you're trying right. to put something on the back. Yeah, yeah, that's tricky. You need two people. Yeah. You need somebody to hold the screw, the back of the wing nut, and you need to hold the object that's being twisted on. Right. Like, that's the one thing, if I can make a complaint about the Critter Nation, the one thing that I could find is that it, like, it's almost too big when it comes to setting it up, because I tried to do it by myself one as soon as the the third level because i have the i have a triple. yeah that would be really tough i have a triple and assembling it i like you know it got to the apartment and i had i had helped assemble the double uh, but my husband put together most of it um because i had to go to work or a meeting or something and he wanted to assemble it and so god bless him he did <laughs> um because when I tried to assemble the third story by myself, I was like, how the hell did he put the double together by himself? I'm taller than him. Right. And I have a longer arm span. And it was still like putting it together by yourself was almost impossible. Yeah. That I was like, and it's, you know, the third story. So I had to do it on a ladder. And oh, I was wow. like trying to maneuver. It was like, it was impossible. It sounds like, like a nightmare. Yeah. So 
Next time I try to assemble a critter nation or a triple critter nation, I'm gonna enlist your help. Okay. Because... <laughs> oh, rats just made noises. Oh yeah. Um, if you have paranoia, having <laughs> rats is like the worst thing that can you can do to yourself. <laughs> Because I always think someone's breaking into the apartment. Right. <laughs> because my rats are by the front door. And so I'm always oh, yeah. like, what's going on? Somebody's breaking in. That makes sense. <laughs> and it's like, oh, no, everything's fine. It's just your pets. Yeah. They're just running on the wheel. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. So I had to get the silent wheels. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, the other ones made so much noise. Have you had experience with the, uh, like, mine kind of makes noise sometimes. Uh, the silent spinner. Like, it almost sounds like rubber uh you know running on other rubber um you might want to take a little bit of like um i've heard you can take olive oil um but i think that that gums up the works okay um you can use like uh um personal lubricant you can like squirt a little bit on there on the ball bearings to get them so loosen um, plus that's less toxic than using like WD-40. Right, yeah. Because that's the last thing you want to do is yeah. spray that in the cage. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, a little bit of olive oil, but like I said, that'll eventually like it starts to get gummy and sticky. Right. And yeah, that's kind of like what I had, uh, have been doing. I, I was like, I'm kind of curious to see if they're like, I don't really see them running it anymore. So like either it's like fixed itself right uh, permanently or like they don't use it um, right i see them in it once in a while but yeah that's uh i just noticed that i would have to like spray it off um mm-hmm. the area where they meet and but, yeah that was jarring at times you wake up in the middle of the night and it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i remember when we had our rat manor we had the wheel that makes noise and we had two water bottles that had beads in them okay and one day I just snapped and I was like, that's it. I can't take this anymore. And yeah. I went on Amazon and I was like, silent rat wheel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm typing angrily if you can't hear it on the no, microphone. Yeah. And uh, I was like, silent rat wheel, a search, order. Yeah. <laughs> silent water bottle. And I like read the reviews and I found um, anybody out there who uh, doesn't know about silent water bottles. The company Lixit, L-I-X-I-T, makes a silent water bottle. If you're on Amazon, it has a purple top on it, and it has a trigger instead of a bead, so it doesn't make any noise. So when I got them, they came on the same day, and I ripped the old wheel out, and I put the silent (laughs) wheel in, and I ripped the old water bottles out, and I put, and with the Lixit water bottle, it has such a huge capacity that, like, having four rats, one water bottle is enough. Oh, wow. Like it would maintain them you know that they didn't all they didn't need more than that um and then as we've slowly accumulated more rats now i have two in the cage um but it doesn't make any noise that's awesome it's super nice because now it's like the only time you hear my rats is when they're dicking around (laughs) right (laughs) and so it's like oh they're you know doing something making noise ripping fighting whatever right but you don't hear them on the wheel and you don't hear them drinking out of the water bottle that's beautiful. Yeah, I will have to look into that because I still have, you know, I got one of the chew-proof glass water bottles, but it's got the, okay. the ball bearing, um, mm-hmm. and it's it's tolerable. But uh, I'm lucky enough to um, have them kind of around the corner, if you will, from where my bed is and everything. There's mm-hmm. like a little wall, so it, it takes some of the noise away, but I'll definitely hear them drinking water in bed. So I'm yeah. just like, oh my gosh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I... 
just noticed it today. I had texted my husband about it. Um, that we had Manson before um, we had him put down yesterday. He um, uh, he had this weird way of breathing. There was nothing wrong with him. He was medically like not sick, but he always breathed like this. Ever since we got him, he'd be... <gasps> like he just had this like horrendous way of breathing. And so I text my husband today. I was like, it's so quiet in the apartment because like I'm used to him like sitting in his cage just having this like horrendous breathing and now it's like it's so quiet in here Mm. Um, sorry about that yeah it's I guess it didn't occur to me how quiet it was going to be but um I don't know maybe our next rat will have a weird breathing problem too (laughs) and then uh, or maybe you know maybe it's just going to be quiet from now on I don't know um, how do you deal with people's reactions to your rats? Like, are people pretty chill or like... Yeah, you know, I was really surprised. Um, it's... Because obviously there are connotations attached, you know, and people people assume that they're these really filthy, disease-carrying critters, and uh, it's just not the, the case, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, sure, rats in the wild, but same thing with a dog or a cat, right? Mm-hmm. Um people have uh yeah just split reactions you know at work sometimes people will see that and just be like that's really weird and gross like you of course you would have a rat (laughs) um and then you know uh, it was surprised you know i met my uh current partner and she came over and she was just like in love with them oh i was Um, gonna ask like what her reaction was yeah she she thought they were super cool and cute and she's um you know i was like okay is she faking it so you know you know she likes me but doesn't want to like you know but no she she really really enjoys them being around um in fact uh i kind of mentioned to you earlier about how um swayze was way more skittish around me um prior to me dating uh katie mm-hmm. um katie's like the rat whisperer or something she mm-hmm. just like uh she's like my husband <laughs> Like, he just picks up a rat, and it's like, oh, this rat is now socialized. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's still, don't get me wrong, she's still skittish, but, like, Mm -hmm. it just, I feel, like, less so. I think she trusts me more because uh, she's seen me be around another person, and, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't don't know what it is. Hmm. uh, Any rhyme or reason to it, but, yeah, she just took to her, and um, it's it's really nice, actually, so. That's nice. Now she's a little bit calmer. yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's always been, no, calm's not the right word for uh, avoidant. Uh, she hides. She likes to hide. Mm-hmm. Even if we're, like, hanging out on the couch, she'll, like, crawl into the couch cushions and just, like, mm-hmm. hide. And she's been able to be, you know, coaxed out a little easier now. and Just like, hey, I got a cheerio. You want to hang out? And mm-hmm. she'll come up and hang out for a while. So it's, you know, definitely seen improvement uh, as far as her socialization goes. That's cool. Um, do you see yourself always having rats, do you think? You know, I don't see why not. They're really great pets, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, my partner and I want to get a dog at some point, but I don't see why those can't coexist in a household. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got rats because I hadn't really ever taken care of anything in my, like, whole life, um, including myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so passive addiction uh being on the streets and stuff like that at one point and you know finally pulling myself up out of there i felt like kind of um 
you know, I wanted something to be around um, to kind of help with, the, you know, feeling lonely and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. uh, dogs, a uh, lot of responsibility, mm -hmm. um, a lot. You have to be around a lot. I'm always on my bike. You know, I ride all year round. So, um, so that was kind of like uh, maybe not the greatest idea. And cats, I'm allergic to them. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I was just like, wow, this is something that's, you know, requires my attention. Um, it needs my care. It gives you a purpose. It gives me a purpose, mm -hmm. you know, but it's it's not something that, you know, impedes a lot of my lifestyle as long mm -hmm. as I spend time with them, you know. And so, um, you know, I guess I kind of went a long detour there. But, yeah, I, I really like having them. Um, I'm still concerned about the mortality, you know, we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, they um, – being that they, they don't live very long right. uh, compared to most other pets anyway. Right. Um, I guess I'm going to have to see how I, I handle that. But, you know, part of that, too, is for me to learn to deal with that mortality mm -hmm. um, since we all, you know, eventually go that way. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, I think that I could see myself continuing to have rats. I've, I've thought about getting a couple more and introducing them, but... Oh my god, you're gonna have a pack? Uh, I think that would be cool. Oh my god, that would yeah. be so cool. I'm just like always nervous, like, oh, what if they like hate them? And I have well, to, you okay. Know? <laughs> we'll make this a learning moment. There are gonna be times that you have rats that hate each other, mm -hmm. like upon first meeting. Like Lizzie, when she met Bathsheba, she bit her in the back of the neck, like gave us zero warning, acted like everything was fine, and then just sliced her neck open. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Just bit her that hard that it just like cut the back of her. Thank God she Oof. like sliced her so clean that she didn't hit any veins or anything. Right. So, and it like closed itself and healed within like 24 hours. Good. But there are going to be rats that hate each other. But they eventually like will get along. Like even if, oh my God, Griselda, God bless her heart. We had to put her <laughs> down this week. But she was the, I even wrote a Facebook post about it. I was like. She was the queen bee. She ruled her fit, her family with an iron fist. <laughs> like, she was just the meanest rat when it came to, like, new rats coming into the family. She would just beat the crap out of them oh, for no. hours. Oh. And I was like, there was a couple times where I was like, I can't take this anymore. <laughs> right. I was like, I... Like, I considered giving her up, like, oh. finding her a new home because she would just... Like, you can only stand it for a couple months, and then it'd be like, oh my god, when is she going to stop? Right. And then she would finally stop beating the crap out of them. And I'd be like, thank god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I haven't experienced that. Luckily, Button and Swayze got her all, like, they got along right off the bat. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. I think that being as young as they were, they were kind of, uh, mm -hmm. and coming from somebody who was raising them, they kind of got used to being around other rats and... Yeah. Took to each other, so that's nice. Well, and, you know, back to the morality or mortality thing, not morality. <laughs> mortality. Um, it's like it's tough because, you know, you want to, you know, I love supporting people who breed healthy rats and not buying, I mean, A, you can't even buy them in pet stores anymore. Right. But, um, you know, and I love supporting Nikki and what she does and, you know, having really unique looking rats. Like there's there's positive attributes to buying rats all the you know, from a breeder. You could make it a list. Um but then at the same time, like, you know, every couple of days the Humane Society gets a new female rat. Right. 
And it's like, you know, like I can adopt one from, a home, you know, people that didn't love or take care of this rat or, you know, whatever. And, or maybe life circumstances happened. I don't know. Sure. Um, but it's like, if you adopt a year and a half old rat, like, they may only live for six months. Right. You know? It's like, you have to think about, like, how much time am I going to get to spend with this animal? How attached to it do I want to get? Yeah, totally. Like, because, you know, you you got brand new rats, and I, the first time we got rats, they were, brand, they were babies, and I saw them through their whole life cycle, and, but then there's been ones that we've... Like, we've adopted where, you know, they're already six months old or they're already, like, nine months old or whatever. Right. Yeah, my, uh, my, when I first started looking for rats, when I decided that that was something I wanted to look into, um, I was looking at, uh, the Pocket Pet Rescue. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure if you're a friend of mine, uh, runs that. Okay. Um, and she was kind of showing me some, um, um, you know, rats that were looking for homes mm-hmm. and I thought that was a great idea um but being a first time owner you know like some of them had like upper respiratory problems where you had to give them special medicine mm-hmm. and it's like you know it, it broke my heart to like say you know no I'm gonna get uh, a baby rat mm-hmm. but I felt like you know seeing it was my first time mm-hmm. it first of all that seems like a you know something you probably want to know a little bit more about rats to yeah. be doing Um, and then also I didn't know how I would handle it, you know? So now I think that, you know, if a friend were like, like, I can't take care of this rat anymore, Mm -hmm. I would, you know, step up and be able to help out. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's definitely, um, it sounds like that could be pretty hard on an emotional level. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, I think it's really great to adopt them, um, you know, as adults, because it's like, maybe they had a crappy last home, or maybe they, you know, didn't get played with at their last place that they lived, or maybe they were neglected, or whatever, um, and a lot of the times the Humane Society will say, like, in the listing, what, you know, why they were given up, and a lot of the time it's, you know, the homeowners, or the pet owners had to relocate, and their new apartment didn't allow pets, or something like that, you know, um, but on occasion, you'll see, you know, um, w- was neglected in their prior home or um, right. uh, homeowner had too many pets. I've seen that one and had to give some of them up. So, you know, they're being neglected. Right. Um, and, you know, you get to give them so much of their life as in, in a loving and caring environment. Right. You know, like people always talk about how lucky my rats are. It's like, well, I'm lucky to have them. Right. Totally goes both ways. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that that's really a good point, too. You know, just bringing up the, the quality of life that they get to have before they pass mm-hmm. because you can only imagine having, you know, a, that and a kind of, you know, got empathy. So I can only imagine or I can imagine what that would feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, uh, my girlfriend had um, the same experience. It was with the gerbil, but, you know, mm-hmm. small pet being neglected, um, just super sad, and she got to give that, uh, that gerbil, I almost said rat, uh, that gerbil, like... <laughs> Which is it, a gerbil or a rat? <laughs> Get your story straight. Um, yeah, but she got to give her, like, the final, I think it was, like, a year or close to a year, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, she had an awesome life, you know, the rest of her life, so, um, yeah, I've definitely, 
uh, gone back and forth. I, I like how you're telling me, you know, you've gotten your rats from a lot of different um, mm-hmm. places and under and different I, circumstances. Well, I was <laughs> telling Tommy about how I stole one of them from a pet store. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'd have loved to have been there for that. Well, okay, so here's how the story goes. Um, it was from a chain pet store, so it basically doesn't even count. Right. Um, <laughs> not that I condone theft. Um, and I'm not going to say what chain it was, so that way I can't be prosecuted. <laughs> um, but it was from a large chain pet store, and uh, they had me fill out the paperwork. And so I filled out the paperwork, and then they put it in a box, and they put the box in my cart. And I bought all this other stuff, too. So really, I was buying all this other stuff. And I just didn't put the box with the animal on the counter. And the kid at the counter, I think, was, like, terrified of me or (laughs) something. I don't know. But he was, like, all shaky and fidgety and, like, looked at the box but didn't say anything. And so I paid for the other stuff and then put all the stuff in bags and put it back in the cart. And we pushed the cart out to the car. And my husband looks at me and goes, you realize you just stole that rat? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I did. (laughs) At least you owned it right off the bat. Yeah, I was like, I stole that rat. And (laughs) she turns out to be the fucking crime boss of the century, Griselda. Oh, Um, no. That's who I named her after. Um, But she totally lived up to her name. She was the worst. <laughs> Little karmic lash there. Oh my god, she was the best pet, but she was always just beating the crap out of everybody. And it's like tested my last, like my last patience. Like, oh my god. And, and like in her old age, she just looked like a weathered old fighter. Like she was like just still huge. And, like, she was a big rat because she was a pet store rat. And so I swear to God, they'd, like, put, like, fucking MSG or something, like, human human growth hormone in their food. Like, pet store rats are just always huge. Right. Like, even if they're females, they're, like, gigantic. Like, rats from breeders and rats that you rescue are, like, so small in comparison. Right. But Griselda was this, like, giant rat. And I've had um, Zodiac. He was from a pet store, too. He was just huge. Um, for Griselda in her old age, she just looked, she, she's this massive rat and she just looked so tired. She'd always walk around with her eyes half open. Like she was <laughs> like, death, take me. Oh, poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> like she was so tired of beating everybody up. She's just like that, uh, old boxing coach that just hangs yeah. out at the gym still because, you know, it's past his prime kind of thing. That's exactly what she looked like. <laughs> she was imagine. like the Arnold Schwarzenegger of rats. <laughs> she like still kind of looks super jacked, but still looks really beat up and weathered. Sure. Not that Arnold Schwarzenegger looks beat up. No, no. He's good for another like 30 or 40 years at least. Yeah. Um... Let's see, what else do we want to talk about? Um, God, I, I had some bizarre rat questions I wanted to ask yesterday. Like, if you and your rat, what was it? Oh, it was, this weird, it was like trying to be like the most John Waters thing I could ask. <laughs> um, but if, okay, if you and your rat could be unicorns, what kind of unicorns would you and your rats be? Oh, wow. That is a... Uh... That is a question I haven't really prepared myself weirdest, for. Weirdest question I could think of. We'd be the kind of unicorns that were uh, badasses. Okay, badass unicorns. <laughs> okay, but also like super sweet. Super sweet badass unicorns. Yeah. So like the badass was kind of a facade. Okay, so you like you to, tough like, exterior unicorns. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, the unicorns you were like, oh man, I don't know if we should. You know, they look a little sketchy. 
but then yeah. they're like you know <laughs> volunteering at a like you soup know, kitchens yeah exactly okay yeah that kind of that kind of unicorn okay so badass but like nice yeah well i think that swayze would probably like do you unicorns fly right do they i think so right or do they There's... just have a horn is there like <laughs> <laughs> she'd be the kind that flew Okay. Regardless if they fly or not, she'd be the kind that flew. Okay. So I think that that's probably uh, an accurate portrayal of, of what that would look of like. Swayze, except yeah. for uh, she would probably fly crooked. Right, yeah, just kind of like just Hover, back maybe? and forth and... Like and, tread air? Yeah. Is that what Swayze would do? Very awkward flying. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm like, glad that they can't fly because I feel like rats flying would be like... Each one would be so different. Right, like birds flying, like they just fly. But like, if I could imagine Gein trying to fly, it would be like the most spastic thing you've ever seen. <laughs> or like Griselda flying, she would a have really small wings, and she'd be like super huge and jacked with like tiny little wings. <laughs> um, or like who else flying? Jenner flying would be absolutely terrifying because it'd be him just like running into stuff, like <laughs> spastically flying around the apartment. And you'd be like, what is wrong with these animals? Like, why do they do that? <laughs> like, birds can fly, but they all do it the same. You know, if rats right. flew, they wouldn't all fly the same. Yeah, they would not, fly totally different. Yeah, they're not predictable. As like a species, I think already, they're just, they have so many different personalities. And, yeah. uh, you know, some of them are awkward. Yeah. You know, Buttons practically flies already. You know, she'll like... Oh, so she has wings. Basically. Okay. They're they're not visible to the naked eye. But she'll, you know, she'll be up on my lap and then all of a sudden be on my shoulder. And mm. Just like, you know, I feel like a little skip in the middle, mm-hmm. um, you know. Yeah. I'm like a tall enough person, you know, or that. That's pretty impressive, so... Our Delphine is like that. She, uh, She's a jumper. Like, she'll... Or she'll... If you're standing next to the couch and she's sitting on the couch... If she can, like, I have this cloak that I wear that's made out of, like, Muppet fur. Uh-huh. And she'll grab onto it and she'll put, like, she'll scale me yeah. up to my shoulder and then she'll sit on my shoulder. Yeah. But then she tries to climb down me through my clothes. That's... I don't understand it. Yeah, I've always been kind of confused about that because, you know, like we were talking about earlier how uh, Swayze has, like, an aversion to be touched by, mm-hmm. like... Yeah, they both love scaling, you know, and all. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, especially because I'll, like, hold a Cheerio in my mouth sometimes. It's, like, my rat's favorite food, by the way. Mm. Sparingly, of course, but... Cheerios? Um, yeah, they love them. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, and then Swayze's up there, and she's. I think she gets to the realization, like, oh, wait, I don't want to be on a human because I actually don't want to be touched. And, like, try to figure out a way to, like, get back down, but it's awkward, and I'm super tall, and... It's like why what is your fascination with doing that you know they just they love to climb stuff i guess yeah i don't know i don't know because delphine's the only one that i've ever had that does that that will climb you um i know cody's rat um cody's rat uh monty would climb you he was a climber um and delphine climbs but those are the those are the only climbers i've ever had um, let's see. Is there anything you'd like to talk about? Hmm. I can't think of anything right off the top of my head. I love talking about my rats, though. 
<laughs> I could talk about my rats all day. I I could fill a large portion of my day, and I'm sure you having quite a bit more rats than me could mm-hmm. fill even more time. I love it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, they've just been like a, a really fantastic uh, emotional support animal. Um, you know, we were talking about that earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just really nice to have something to care about. Um, yeah, agreed. So, something to give you a reason for getting up out of bed every morning. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you need that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they've uh, seems like they uh, have grown fond of me too you know if, if i have gone out of town a couple of times and had somebody stop by and, and feed them and you know pet them a little bit maybe but mm-hmm. they're more or less alone hanging out with themselves for you know i've never really left for more than like three days but mm-hmm. um they almost like they're kind of like scared because i think they feel like a little bit like hey where the hell you been right you know and then a little mad at you i think mm-hmm. you know like dogs or cats get that way um, yeah but they're resentful that you left. Yeah, they're like, hey, why'd you get to go to Tennessee? <laughs> Did you bring any barbecue back? What's up with that? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of it's kind of incredible though. It's just like they really have taken on their own personalities, um, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It's just it's very interesting to see um, them develop as mm-hmm. little raddies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I just watching them grow up. It's I went through, um, I was going through my phone today and because I wanted to post a picture of Manson and I went through my phone and I found 54 pictures of Manson. Oh man. (laughs) (laughs) And I, so I posted them as an album instead. Oh, that's so (laughs) sweet. I'll have to take a look at that. I was like, um, cause I just wanted to post one. I was just looking for this specific photo that actually, um, won a, a pet mom contest. And okay. it's Manson um, walking, and he's standing, his back legs are on my shoulder, and his front legs are holding onto my earring. I've seen that one. Yeah, and uh, I was just looking for that picture, but I, as I started going backwards, I started just selecting all of the ones that I could find, and I got to, um, it cut me off, and it was like, you can only select 40. Wow. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> so then I selected 14 more, and I... Um, that was me tapping on the table. I don't know if the microphone picks that up. Um, but uh, I was like, wow, there's a lot of pictures of Manson on my phone. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, and something... then that's just of Manson. Right. I have six other rats. Right. <laughs> got it. You got memories for days. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I've, I've caught some pictures. Button is the, the photogenic one. Mm-hmm. Um, Swayze's more like, you know, if you're taking a group picture... She's the one that, like, has the awkward face and, like, looks away at the last second. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's, like, kind of like a flash, like a blur. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's just really funny how, yeah, just reminded me of that. I think it's really sweet. Got some really cute photo ops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, the longer I've had them and the more I've noticed their mortality, the more of the mom with the camera at the soccer game I've become. Oh, totally. Like, I'm, like taking pictures of them doing everything mm-hmm. like from the moment we get them i'm like okay here's the first day <laughs> like so then you can go back and be like oh do you remember on the first day that we had so-and-so because they're with us for such a short time that sure. it's like that way you have their whole life documented and you can reminisce about everything yeah totally so i don't know i think i'm getting on a rambly tangent now i'm gonna wrap this up cool yeah i'm in the same place so <laughs> um thanks for being here tommy 
I just wanted to give another shout out to my sponsor, Urban Tales Pet Supply. They have all your rat needs in mind and they've got stuff for your other pets as well. Um, they're located at 2106 Lindale Avenue South in Minneapolis or you can check them out online at www.urbantalespet.com. Um, I would like to give a shout out to, uh, um, so this is episode five. We're recording episode five today. Uh, and I'm going to say uh, a couple more times before I end the episode. <laughs> um, and I have seemed to run out of guests or people that I can interview that I know. So I'm going to put a, a, a call out or a shout out or a cattle call, if you will, <laughs> to the people of Ratdom. Uh, if you live in or around Minneapolis or you live in Minnesota and you would like to be a guest on my podcast and you are a rat owner, have been a rat owner, are a veterinarian, work at a zoo with rats, if you're connected to rats in some way, give me a shout out, shoot me a Facebook message, um, leave me a comment on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on uh, Google Play. Actually, don't do that because I never check it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I need guests for my podcast and, uh, I want to meet more rat people. So, um, I again, wanted to thank Tommy for being here and, uh, hope to hear from some of you very soon. We will see you next week. Bye.